Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply content creator, a master body language strategist, and international leadership coach. It is my mission to help women entrepreneurs stop struggling in their business. In every episode, myself, along with a featured guest, will share leadership and mindset tools, tips and resources that will magnetize a successful business on my globally recognized show, Business Care with Kirsten. Hello, everyone. My name is Kirsten O'Shields, and I am thrilled to be here with you on Business Care with Kirsten. It is my joy to share such great information for all you women entrepreneurs out there. These are the things that we talk about and we empower women with at the BLEI which is what we call the Business Leadership Excellence Institute. I am the CEO and owner of the BLEI, where we have amazing content and trainings that help you as a woman in leadership and as a woman entrepreneur, step into a higher level of business presence with your body language, with your team management, and also with connecting with other women out there, killing it in the business world. One of the things that we love to do is to bring you incredible, incredible information from other women business entrepreneurs and leaders throughout the nation. And ladies, let me tell you, you are in for a treat today with our guest. She has been a rock star and a pillar in the mortgage industry for many, many years. And doing such an amazing job, she's actually just been knighted. How often does that happen? How exciting. So today's episode is how to up-level your self-awareness to up-level your business with Lady Jen Duplessis. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Jen before we bring her up from the green room. Uh, Jen, she's affectionately known as the impact and scaling mentor and is a leading expert in creating world-class teams. Uh, She's been in the financial services and a veteran for four decades, my friends. Let me say that one more time, four decades. She has been bringing amazingness and has been listed in the top 200 mortgage, excuse me, 200 mortgage originators with numerous number one Amazon books, not just one, many, many, and she's also a host of top ranking postcasts. And also she has her own show called uh, Tell Me I Can't. And I mean, these are just a few of the things that she does. She is an extraordinary woman. And I'm incredibly blessed 
to have her on my show and also to be able to call her a friend. So these are uh, some aspects that she's going to touch on all these different things that she does and share some of her expertise on what it looks like to really gain a higher level of how you're showing up in your business to up level your business. So let's bring Jen up today. Um, again, I am just thrilled. She just recently within the last month, this lovely lady right here has been knighted. Uh, she was explaining to me that uh, men, they, uh, you know, they get called sir, but women, they get the opportunity to decide whether they're called dame or lady. And she has chose lady, which I think fits her very well because she's gorgeous and an exceptional woman in every way. So let's bring up our incredible guest today. Here she comes from the green room. Hello, Lady Jen. It's such an incredible honor to have you here today on Business Care with Kirsten. Well, of course, I'm excited to be here because I adore you. You know, we've been we've been friends now for four or five years. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. And we've, you know, graced each other's stages. We we met speaking at a stage up in Seattle, yes, uh, you know, so we just, uh, you know, we hit it off and we've been really supporting each other ever since. So I am, I'm delighted to be here today. Thank you so, so much. Absolutely. Uh, yes. It's been such a joy because we have, uh, we've been in that speaking world, right. For women for many, many years. Uh, and it's always a joy to watch you speak because you bring so much greatness to the table. And, um, I want to give you the opportunity to share some of those aspects with all the women out here uh, as we support other women in the entrepreneur world, whether it's speaking, owning their businesses. And I love the concepts and the practices that you bring to the table to help women understand what they can do, right? And how they can up level. And so I want to start with what this has been like for you mm -hmm. to step into your power, to have that powerful presence, not only as a woman entrepreneur, but as a woman speaker, because we're still a small percentage out there, right? Yeah. And so we we do have to hold strong. And that's why I love that we support each other and uh, as women speakers and entrepreneurs. So one of the things that we've talked about is it's been so important for to know your priorities and your core values. So for you, what has that done to help you and your self-awareness in up-leveling your business? Um, yeah, I mean, this story goes back, you know, a couple of years, but, uh, you know, I mean, years and years, well, I'll, I'll say like almost 40 years ago, uh, maybe 30 years ago, 35, we, um, you know, we all heard, oh, make a business plan. You know, if you write it down, you know, if you tell someone, it'll all come to fruition. And of course, I want right. to make $100,000 and it didn't happen. And I said, well, I told somebody and I wrote it down. How come it's not happening? And you know, we, we just didn't, it was so loosely put out there and the lack of understanding of how to really uh, put a business plan together, which I'm, I, the reason why I'm responding like that is because um, I'm not exactly a fan of, of coming up with goals. I, I, and I'll talk about that. I'll talk about what, what do you mean you don't have goals? No, I do have goals. Everybody tells you to have goals. What does that mean? Yeah. You're just being a disruptor, Jen. And yeah, and it's, and it's, uh, and I'll talk about that. I'm happy to do that. But 
But because I had, I lacked this goal world that I'm going to talk about in a minute, because I just had these dreams, right? Constant dreams, constant mm -hmm. dreams. I found myself just working and, and, mm -hmm. and I call it, you've heard me say it before eating soup with a fork, right? right? We were busy all day long. We're eating soup with a fork and we're exhausted and we're not fulfilled, you know, at the end of the right. day. And, and, you know, and I had an event that triggered, that triggered me to say, I'm done. I am so done. I'm so over this. And I was doing very well at the time. You know, I was in the mortgage business. I was funding $50 million a year in, in production, $50 million nice. worth of loans, right? So I was in the top 1%, but I was working like a dog. And I, I mean, I was sacrificing everything. And yeah. Um, and I said, you know, there's just got to be a better way to do it. And I kept asking right. people and guess who I was asking? I was asking men who were achieving more than me and most women at that time. So they're like, well, I don't know how I do it. I just, so I actually didn't really have a mentor other than from afar listening mm -hmm. to Les Brown. And, you know, a mm -hmm. couple, of course, a couple of years ago, I had the wonderful privilege of being on his speaking faculty and, yes. you know, but one of the things he says is that, you know, if you do what's easy, your life will be hard. If you do what's hard, your life will be easy. Mm. And so often we kind of skirt through life saying, well, it's just going to be fine. We, you know, we're going to make it easy. But but what I learned from him is not if you do what's hard, it's going to be easy. It's not about working hard. It's about doing the hard work. Right. Right. There's a difference. Yeah. And, you know, working hard is the soup in the, you know, in the fork, but doing the hard work. So when I sat down and said, OK, what do you really want? girl, what do you want? And I love, I love it from the, you know, the notebook. Cause he's like, what do you want woman? What right. do you really want? And I started going, okay, wait a minute. What are my core values? And so often people talk about this and I, I think, you know, it's sort of like the why, you know, what's your why, what are your core right. values? I think everyone thinks that it's really loosey goosey, but it's actually very, very powerful. And when I figured, you know, one of the first things I said was faith because I'm faith-based, but mm -hmm. The second was family. And I thought, well, if that's a core value, do I have boundaries around it? Are they non-negotiables? Mm -hmm. And why is it that I don't have the courage to say no to my clients and yes mm. to my family and myself? And here I was working till midnight every night and then get and then not sleeping, worried about everything, and then getting up and doing it all over again. Because so every really woman entrepreneur has been there. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, right. and I said, okay, that's it. These are going to be my core values. I'm going to put boundaries around them. I'm going to um, call a friend, call my core value and mm -hmm. ask my core value. Should I make this decision in my business? Should I speak here? Should I work with that client? Should I take on, you know, a mm -hmm. new person on my team? How does it affect my core values? And that's really where I started with. Um, so hopefully that answers that part of the question. I'll let you continue on. But yeah, it just started it off that, that that's where I'd said enough is enough. Uh, I have to do the hard work and mm -hmm. I'm going to focus in on these core values to help me get there as one part, you know, one part of it. Yeah. I think that's so important. Uh, that's a, a major practice that I have for myself and for my clients too, is everything has to be through the lens of your core values. Yeah. Because if you don't, it is the recipe for burnout. Yeah. So, so deeply. And what I think a lot of people don't think about is, Core values is not just about how you're showing up to other people, but it's how you're receiving fulfillment yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. And keeping that up and going on a consistent basis is so important. Yeah. And it keeps you motivated, keeps you excited, keeps you moving, keeps you uh, in that creative space. 
too. So I, I love that that is your core space is your core values. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think um, fulfillment is important too. You know, that's yes. I mean, you mentioned fulfillment. I, it, these, these go hand in hand. It's not just core values, but also, you know, I mean, you think about it, how many times have you walked out of a restaurant with, you know, couples going to dinner or going to dinner with girlfriends or whatever and say, Oh my gosh, this was so fun. Let's do it again. And then nothing happens. Right. right. So we have to, we have to identify what really fulfills me so that I can hold myself accountable to those core values so that I can get more of the thing that fulfills me. Um, and yes. you know, I'm a dancer, right? And yes. so for me, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at those core values and going, Hey, wait a minute, you know, no, I can't do this because this is something that fulfills me and I can serve you better when I'm fulfilled. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. We have to fill our own tanks. We have to. And I think as women entrepreneurs and, um, leaders that has to be at the forefront instead of in the back. Yeah. Right. It has to, yeah. um, yeah. And I, I love that you put this into practice. This is something mm -hmm. you really do and you show in your own personal practice mm -hmm. how that mindset of that core values plus the mechanics, right? The hard work equals the momentum. So yeah. how has that helped you and how yeah. can that be shared forward? Yeah. I mean, my story, I think is, I don't, I don't know if it's exactly unique, but coming from financial services, there are very, you know, I would say in, in the scope of women that are entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. um, there are I, there are a lot who did not come from financial services. So I was reared in a man's world, you know, the good old boy network, the token woman. They wanted me to play golf. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Can we talk about, yeah, I want to play tennis or something. And, uh -huh. uh, you know, so we, so that was, I think, one of the biggest challenges that I had. And as a result of that, and I think even today, a lot of women bring a lot of masculine energy because they think they need to be like the man, like the men. Yeah. And I had just, ha I put my foot down, you know, and said, no, I'm going to walk in with my stilettos and I'm going to, you know, take over the room. And, um, you know, and I think that that was part of it too. So, so here I was really focused on these mechanics and mm -hmm. doing the hard work, right. Working those long, long hours and had moderate success. But when I realized, wait a minute, I need to have the mindset attached to this because yeah. if I don't change my outlook on what I'm doing, it's not going to be enough. So, so the reverse of this is. You can have the best intentions. Oh, I'm going to do great things. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. And then you never put everything into practice. You don't apply those skills you have. Then right. you're going to have the same results, right? And it's the combination of the two. So when I started saying, wait a minute, I'm going to take care of me first so that I can take care of other people. Mm -hmm. My volume in four years went from 50 million to 102. That's a big difference. It's a huge difference. And financially, it's a huge difference. And it took yeah. me from being in the top 1%, which, okay, at the time, there were 785,000 licensed loan officers in the country. So I was in the top 78,500. Okay. Right? Right, it right. It propelled me to the top 0.0003% or the top yes. 200 loan officers in the country. Incredible. And all it was was adding the mindset mm -hmm. and, and the the boundaries and the mm. not being on demand, but being in demand thought oh, like that. that took me to where, to where I, I was and then stayed. See that right there. That's a pillar moment mm -hmm. of 
not being on demand. Okay. Yeah. Here. Okay. You, oh, you need this. You need this. You need this. Oh, here. Suck me dry uh, of all my energy and all my resources um, to create. A, that's, this is what we call magnetizing, magnetizing people to you who are going to show up at the same level of the type of business that you have available. And it starts with respect. Yeah. Right. That is absolutely, absolutely key. So I, I love that. Not being on demand late. Okay. Ladies, listen to this. Not being on demand, being in demand. Okay. Yeah. That is absolutely key. Yeah. So let's talk about your business care tip because I think it relates right. You know, this is hitting the head on the nail um, or hitting the nail on the head <laughs> is <laughs> how to, you know, like you said, you got to get the things going and up and moving. And I love this tip of start, stop, keep and improve exercise. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, you know, I had to really, you know, increase again, increase the awareness, right. Of what am I doing every day? This, this eating soup with a fork is killing me. You know, I'm halfway everywhere. I'm barely present. Um, you know, and I, I love what you teach, you know, with your, with uh, body language, right. Is that I was the person and I've seen you do this before. I was the person that just, you know, comes in and has her phone in her purse and I'm waving and right. whatever, and <laughs> winking and, you know, right. oh, I'll take a glass of wine while I'm doing this. And, you know, like all this right. stuff. And mm -hmm. that was me, you know, and so I had to increase how, you know, how am I showing up? And, and actually, this this came about because there was a um, owner of a Remax office. His name is Chip, and I sent mm. out an email saying, "Hey, you know, to everybody, saying, hey, if you had to describe me in three words, what would you describe me?' Because I was working on, you know, how do I differentiate myself, increase my market share, my market influence, my expertise. Um, mm. Instead of me thinking what I what I do well, tell me what I do well. And of course, uh -huh. all these beautiful accolades came in. Except, right. And then his came in and there were first two, two were really good. And the third one was not present. Ooh. And I thought, Ouch. oh, I have to get my big girl panties on and I'm going to have to have a conversation I don't want to have. Right. And so I called him and, and of course it wasn't, it, I don't know how I would have accepted if it, it was a woman, but it, you know, I, okay, fine. I'll call him. I go, Chip. Okay. So you said this, tell me what you mean. And he said, well, you're like a bumblebee. You're just bzz, 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 everywhere. Mm -hmm. And that was eating soup with a fork. And he said, you're just everywhere. and you don't ever just sit down and have a conversation with someone be present and go deeper with someone. And that struck me. And That's started going, wow. Okay. So, you know, I, yes, I'm it. People say, oh, you're everywhere. And I go, isn't it, aren't you supposed to be? But then I started realizing being too available it was diluting my value. Yes. That's the difference between on-demand and in-demand. So mm -hmm. I said, well, look at, I don't, and it was funny because I was twiddling my thumbs going, I don't really have anything to do, but I don't want them to think I'm on-demand. So I'll just be right. not available, right? But it's so funny how the psyche works on that. And it becomes a magnet and it becomes an attractor. It was amazing. But so I looked and I said, okay, I need to stop doing what? I need to start doing or start, stop, whatever order. I need to start doing this and I need to stop doing that. And it didn't, it wasn't necessarily a line item. Like I need to stop yeah. being a butterfly and I, or a bumblebee and I need to start talking to people. It was just one or the other because one of them was more important than the other. So um, I need to start being present. I need to start, I was manifesting the good, right? I need to start being yeah. present. I need to uh, start 
having curiosity about people. I need to mm-hmm. start doing, you know, it's that kind of way. And then the stop was I need to stop being everybody's beck and call girl. That's the on, the on demand. I'm not at everyone's beck and call. Right? That's money. That right there. Women, stop. <laughs> no matter if you don't get anything else from this message today, stop doing that. I 1000% agree because it does, it dilutes every ounce of your worth, not only in the perception of other people, but the perception of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it is. And, and you, and you get frustrated because, you know, you can't figure it out. You can't figure exactly. it out. Either. And so, yeah. So then, you know, so you just do four columns on a piece of paper, start doing this, stop doing that, keep doing this because it's working, right? Keep doing it. Don't, don't stop or start it. Just keep doing. And then the separate one is what can I improve on? So the keep and the improve sometimes marry up, but not all the time. So I don't want you to look at it right. and go, I need to keep getting up at six o'clock in the morning, but maybe I should improve it by getting up at 559. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying keep getting up at six. And maybe right. what I need to do is improve my decision-making process. Mm. Right. Okay. And the energy and the lens of how you're using your energy yeah. is huge. Yeah. So, so it's, it's looking at each one of these separately, not as tied together. Once in a while, you're going to find a little thread of something you could stop, start, keep and improve. But generally these are all going to be separate things. And then I just put them into action and then bingo. I, I mean, I didn't even know I was doing that much volume. I, I got, I was just busy, but I, um, but I had grown my team, you know, and I got a plaque in the mail and it said, congratulations, you're in the top 200 loan officers in the country. I had no idea. That's a good piece of mail right there. Yeah, it was. It was. It was great. It was great. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just I love all of this wisdom because it's so important for women to to have that grounding point. Right. And I think to, sitting back, reflecting on these things, it's very, very eye-opening. Um, there's a practice that I do, it's called the three and three. And I again, this is something I started for myself and I have my clients do is what's working, where the first three things, what's working. And then the next year, what are three things you would like to have improve? Yeah. And the one, my one aspect of this is you're not allowed to talk about what you want to improve until you, I have identified what's working, right? You got to get that foundation. And so I think I love this. The four parts of this are so important to identify those things. Yeah. And um, you do such a great job of, communicating these things and you do an amazing job of bringing people together in communication and up leveling and sharing wisdom. And I have been blessed to be a part of that. Uh, the, you brought together a whole bunch of speakers, coaches, um, industry influencers. And this was a year ago, actually the memory just came up on my social media. Oh, did it? <laughs> that was from the first book, Impact. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was very blessed. Thank you, Jen, for encouraging me to be one of the contributing uh, the authors in this. Yeah. Yes. And you have another one coming out. It's out. It's already out. We have. Uh, so tell us a little bit about volume two. Yeah. So volume two, um, we just reverse engineered the colors so that I can remember. Right. <laughs> number one, number two. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, it's really the same, the same uh, approach, the same everything. You know, when we uh, finished uh, uh, volume one, 
I had some dangling authors still wanting to be in it. And I said, okay, fine, I'll do it. And you know, it, it's like herding cats when you do collaborative. As you, you know, Absolutely. Crazy. Yes. But, um, you know, I still brought on the same people, you know, I brought on, I mean, not the same people, but you know, the same types of things where it's business. Um, so let me give some context around it. So impact, it's an acronym book. And, you right. know, I was on a call one time and I was like, wow, we all speak in these acronyms for our various industries and stuff. What if we could, and especially as speakers and coaches and, and you know, entrepreneurs, like a lot of entrepreneurs have these acronyms or alliterations right. that they use, you know, to teach people and, and get people to, you know, uh, work with them or enroll in their products, whatever the case may be. And, uh, and I said, well, we need to do one. And as I started talking to people, I started going, gosh, we have business, we have wealth, we have health, we have poignant, we have uh, spiritual, we have all of these different um, acronyms that we use. And some aren't even words. Some are just like uh, Greg Reed, who's the publisher of both of these books, said uh, in his first one, it was TTE, talk to everyone. You never know who you're going to meet. Right. So um, he interviewed me, all these authors, every author has an interview with me at the back of their chapter. Okay. And whoops. <laughs> <laughs> this is what life is. We have a new this baby. This is the beauty of real life. And business. I know, as a we, have, we have a door. child. Yeah, yeah. He's only, uh, well, he's two months today or three months today. Oh, so, yeah. So, so um, anyway, uh, you know, so so I started, I, I did all these interviews and then I realized, wow, I actually need an interview. And I had Greg interview me and he said, you know, every other word out of your mouth is impact. That's what you need to name the book. And he said, now go make an acronym. <laughs> oh my gosh what do i need to, you know what am i gonna do right. so um so this is what came up was inspiring motivational powerful acronyms for cognitive thinking and i didn't I want it. it to be creative thinking i want it to be cognitive because that's how we learn and that's what right. we're all about so that's what the book is about it's meant to inspire and hopefully it'll be if it, you know if you're christian like i am you open up your bible and you're like how how did this how did this passage be the one I needed to hear today? And right. that's exactly what this book does. I love it. Well, and I've read through the, you know, the first version and starting on the second one, every chapter has so many great golden right. nuggets in it yeah. to you know, pick up and run with. So thank you for bringing all that beautiful wisdom together. And we're going to put the link for the book in the comments. So that way you guys can get a copy because you do not want to miss out on this book. It's incredible. Thank you. And I'm very excited. You don't want to miss out. We're actually going to have Jen back again. Excuse me, Lady Jen. I want to be acknowledge your wonderful achievement of being knighted. Uh, she is going to be our live speaker next week at the Women's Leadership Coalition National Networking Meeting, where she's going to be talking. We're going to take these messages and step deeper into how to align all the different aspects of your business. Um, yeah. She's a, obviously, obviously a master of that. And we want to have you ladies come join the Women's Leadership Coalition because you get to ask her questions live. So yeah. come in. Uh, we will also share the link here. You go to the BLE, excuse me, bleinstitute.com and go under membership for Women's Leadership Coalition. And you get to meet the absolute lovely Lady Jen next Monday on July 17th. So Jen, as always, um, you bring so much to the table of wisdom, incredible energy. And I just appreciate not only 
the incredible message, but the incredible friendship. So thank you so much for being on Business Care with Kirsten. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. We will see you soon, my dear. As you can see, she's absolutely lovely. It's very obvious to see why she was elected to be knighted. Um, and, and that's quite an honor. And again, it's an honor to have her here. And don't miss out on being able to ask her questions live at the Women's Leadership Coalition because um, she's got just so many amazing things to share. And I, we've had really beautiful alignment in our collaborations she and I have done together. And I just feel like there's one thing that I want to expand on a little bit more that she talked about. And that is thinking about how are you balancing your energy with how you're showing up? I think it's really, really important. Uh, I love that she was very vulnerable. And that's what I love about it. She's very real. It's super real. And thinking about that, how are you showing up? That's what we talk about at the business, uh, excuse me, the Business Leadership Excellence Co or <laughs> Merging Mind, Business Leadership Excellence Institute in the Body Language Strategy Academy is how people perceive you right? And how you're showing up with your energy, how you're interacting with people. That's the permission you're giving of whether or not you're going to give them space to do and that energetic and money to money business with you. That's the permission you give. So I want you to think a little deeper about what that looks like for you. Are you walking into a room being inviting? What does that look like? Most people, they, um, they forget we can see you. We're watching everything. So think about how you're showing up in your business. So that's our grow and flow with Business Care with Kirsten. Again, I invite you to join us so you can talk with Jen next Monday, July 17th. We'll be sending the information. The link will be in the comments because we want you to step into your greatness with everything you do. Ladies, thank you again for being here on Business Care with Kirsten, and we will be back with another guest next week, always on Tuesdays. Take care, step into your greatness, and we will see you then. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Cast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today.